What's up, everybody? It's uh, Ezra back from Ezra Says. First, before I do anything else, I want to thank whoever. I mean, obviously, I want to thank God, but I don't know who else was behind the plays. Like, uh, it showed I had 96 plays and an audience of, like, 12 or whatever. I never even promoted this or shared this. I just put it on Anchor, and then I was just like... You know, I guess I it was just almost like a test run type of thing to see how I was going to do things. But, I mean, God wanted me to put it out like that. I wasn't even done planning a podcast. God just told me to put that out or whatever. So, I'll take it that the people who needed to hear that heard that. And, you know, maybe in, in the future, more people here who needed to hear that. But I just wanted to get that out there. Thank you for that. So, this is like an episode that I wanted to do about some bad customer service because we had some bad customer service today, me and Kayla, my girlfriend, soon to be fiance, soon to be wife in the time when God allows it. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to do a different approach with this. You know, I know people do a lot of mukbangs or mukbangs on YouTube, but I figured why not do something with the podcasting? So, it's almost like you could eat with us. And so, I guess we're going to get into it here. I guess since we all got our food, and if you got your food too, let's say grace. Lord, we just thank you for this food we're about to eat today. And uh, I assume that the hands were already blessed that prepared it, because it's too late to say that. I guess I could say that and assume that you knew I was going to say that. So, um, But I just thank you for this food we're about to eat and let it be nourishing to our bodies. And if it's not nourishing to our bodies, just don't let it poison us or get us sick, um, especially in the climate that we're in now. And let us just have words and, and converse and let it be no distractions. Let it be no demons or plots or tricks from the devil. But let's just, and everybody under the sound of my voice, you know, help them where they need to be helped. In the name of Jesus, I pray through the right given to me by the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I thank you, Father, for giving it to me. Amen. So we uh, went to Kidogo and um, I went to get my mom some food and Kayla some food. They both ended up getting Kidogo, so I was picking it up and Kayla was with me. Right now, I'm eating like some leftover food in an attempt to be a little conservative, especially since I got Kayla her food. So, my little baby. <laughs> so, um, we were at the Qdoba, and I'm just going to say where it was. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I won't say where it was, but we was at this Qdoba, and it was like some of the worst service ever. First, getting there, I mean, it's like girls looking like they got attitude. Like, they don't want to be there. And before I say anything, <clears throat> I understand, especially as somebody who was in food service before, Kayla was in food service before, we understand you don't want to be there or you don't like your job. You don't, you know what I'm saying, you hate it or whatever it is. You want something better. You got stuff going on outside of that. But at the end of the day, if you if you come in, you came in. At some point, that has to go away. At some point, you got to serve. You know what I'm saying? You got to give some type of customer service. Ain't nobody saying you got to be all giddy, giddy. Hi, it's Kidoba. It's a great day at Kidoba. How are you doing? Like, you ain't got to do that. I understand that. But 
at the same time, it's some level of service you got to have and some level of professionalism that you have to show. So, um, and that'll take you a long way. So anyway, back to the story. This chicken good. Yeah. But we're there. And now Kayla had to play, not place her order, but she had to get her food there because she didn't order it. My mom did. So we see a bag under delivery. Nothing under online or an app or whatever the other one was. It's like three choices, I think. But the bag was on delivery. So I was thinking like, maybe that's it. But then I was like, that can't be it because that's delivery. And so we waited in line. We get there. It's finally our turn. And Kev was like, hey, he ordered online, but I'm going to actually order something now. And so the girl was like, okay, what you want or whatever. And she put in what she wanted. And then she asked me, she was like, what was your name? I was like, Leela. That's the name of my mama. And she uh, was like, okay. And she was looking. I can't remember how they was looking, right? And then she was like. She was looking for the, like, in the receipts. And it was like a big old line of receipts that they hadn't even looked at. Yeah. It was like, man, it was so many receipts. And so, they go through all the receipts. And she doesn't see it. And she's like, what did she say? I don't remember how it went now. I'm starting to forget since it's been so long. She was like, it's not here. So, she asked the people, like, on her on the line with her. And they was like, no. Then they asked the other girl. She was like, no. Then she said something else. She's like, I don't know. And then they just stopped looking. Yeah. So by now, Kayla's order was already, like, done with the, I think, the first two girls. And so they was trying to deal with that or whatever. So the first girl who we initially was talking to, after that was like, I don't know, and all of that stuff. She just went back to her life like nothing was going <laughs> on. And so I'm sitting here waiting. And some time had passed, and Kayla's stuff started going down, and I'm thinking, like, you know, it might have been, what, five minutes that passed or whatever, and I'm like. Realistically, probably, like, it felt like five, but it probably was, like, two minutes. Because my food still hadn't been dressed yet. Mm. Maybe three. Because, like, we was waiting for a minute. You know what I'm saying? We was just sitting there for a minute. Yeah. That's another thing. That line was going by slow. It was. Compared to like... I've seen how fast a Qdoba line can go. They just really didn't want to read her. Or I don't know if something had just happened. Or a customer had just already started something before we walked in. Or, I don't know. But... It was just like a weird... Atmosphere. Uh, yeah. And so... Anyway, I'm like, so I say to the girl, I'm like, um, so did y'all find it? You know what I'm saying? Like, and she was like, uh, she was like, 
No, this this was really. I was like, oh my god. I was like, so did y'all find it? And she was like, oh, they found it. I'm like, what? I'm like, and then she's like, oh, um, and then she said something to the manager. We can't we can't find his order. His his name Leela or whatever. And we forgot about the funny part. The what? If you ask the girls. And she's like, Wendy? Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> so the girl at the bottom was like, they asked the girl at the bottom, and it was like, do you have a, um, was she named Leela? She was like, Wendy? <laughs> or Whitley or something like that. I don't know. But what what ended up happening, they had that order already for somebody who came. Oh. Because I heard that name again. But anyway, so she said to the manager, and then the manager, all it took was that. Walks to the end, sees the one on the delivery, and he was like, Hightower? And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, it's right here. And then he handed it to me. So I'm like, it was almost like he almost had an attitude in his head about, like, why didn't you just come over here and look? Because, like, why didn't you read the signs? <laughs> I kind of got that vibe or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, again, it wasn't on app. Or online, because we ordered online. It was under delivery. So I'm thinking, like, that's supposed to be delivered. And mind you, the receipt is inside the bag. So for us to go over there and look would be reaching somebody else's food if it wasn't ours. Right, even that. So then we get to a point, like, okay, I have that. Again, we waiting on Kayla food to get done. She asked for queso, never even got the queso. In the beginning, I said I want quesadilla and then a side of chips and queso. And so she ends up saying something to them, to, to the girl at the register, like, can I get, um, can you ask them to give me queso? Because I don't think they made it. I asked for queso. And she didn't really listen to her. She just started talking back to the people. And then she was like, give me that queso right there. I didn't tell her that was queso. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the manager, I guess, didn't hear her. She was like, give me the queso. And the manager picked up the thing and showed her it, it wasn't queso. He was like, it's not queso. It's this, whatever. And she was like, oh, give me a queso. And, and saying that back down to them or whatever. And it was just like, man, nobody likes to deal with bad service. That's all. I kind of feel like that was her way of being nice. Because she was like, she took care of it, even though she didn't seem like she wanted to. But she was being, she was like, making sure I got everything I needed. So I was like, you know what? That was the least of our worries at that time. I don't know. I, can, I can't speak for, like, white waiters and waitresses. And, like, when it comes to food service. But it's a thing black people have when they're serving in a way of you should feel honored that they're doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an attitude and a tone they have without even having to speak and their whole demeanor and their whole continence that you are privileged for them to be doing something to you. But that's not the case because the customer is always right. You're supposed to be serving the customer. We had to change the way we think, especially when it comes to serving. You can't half serve and, like, make it feel like you should be you should feel blessed I'm serving you. You should be happy that I'm doing this for you. Regardless of my attitude behind it. You should be happy I'm doing this for you. 
You're working there. I'm not working there. I don't care about what life choices you made to get you there. I don't care if that's just a startup job for you when you're in high school. I don't care what it is. You're there. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if you're there and you chose to be there one way or another, whether you had the the choice or not, you chose to be there. You put the application in there like everybody else. Mm -hmm. You came there. You got trained like everybody else. You're there. Serve. Period. At the end of the day, do your job. Or don't work. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't care if you don't have the money to do it. If somebody somebody I know who ain't got the money. People I know who ain't got the money to do it. When they go to work, they, they work like they're the ones privileged to have the job. Because they don't have the money for it. Yeah. They they work like they want to keep their job. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the part where I get upset. That's pretty much the story there on that. I mean, there's so many different, uh, I want to say this, you know, there's so many different uh, times that I've had like bad service and me and Kayla have just had bad service together, especially and Kayla usually is the one that's upset. I'm usually the one that's cool. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to fight today. It was just, it was just a little different mainly because, cause usually like, I can't even remember the other times. Like we was trying to figure out what other times I couldn't even remember them. Cause I always just like forgive the situation and just move on with my life because I'm happy in my life at the end of the day. But, and I could just pray that they can get there too. But I mean, this time was kind of different because, one, I saw, like, the podcast stuff, like, the numbers and stuff like that yesterday when I just happened to look. I was like, let me just check it out. And God kind of prompted me because I was telling somebody that they should try to do it just to, you know what I'm saying, get their voice out there or not even their voice, but just to get another outlet of things they was going through. I was just talking to somebody yesterday, and I just happened to look, and I was like, so it's called Anchor, and I clicked on it. And I'm looking, I'm like, 96 plays? I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then I was like, well, maybe if, if people hear me or whatever, I, didn't, I don't know how, because I didn't do nothing to get it out there. But, and I guess Anchor did it themselves, and, you know, a little bit of Anchor here, a little bit of God there. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so let me actually take this series and try to do something. So yeah, that's the only reason why I even remembered this and either, even just, thought to bring it up because i wanted to talk about you know bad experiences I, it would be nice to find a way for y'all to contact me about your bad experiences i mean i guess i could use my they have voice message where you can leave a message on, on anchor on anchor yeah. so if y'all can do that leave me a voicemail or if you're if you're hearing this and it's not on anchor if it's on like spotify or something else you can always instagram me um at ezra lamron E-Z-R-A-L-A-R-O-N, Ezra Leron. And just, you know, tell me about your experience, and then, you know, I'll bring it up in the next episode or briefly talk about it. Uh, at the end of the day, as Ezra says, but, you know, I'm I'm kind of like a voice for the people in a way, too. Even if it's, like, the minority of minorities, black Christian men, <laughs> black Christian women, that's even the minority of minorities of minorities. Um <laughs> I mean, and I don't even want to get into the minority, 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 which is like 
black Muslim women and black, you know, or when we get into the Latinos and the Latino Christians and, you know what I'm saying? It, it gets, it gets even worse. Like the more, I wouldn't say taboo religions, but not uncommon religions and being a person of color. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we don't talk about that. This is not the outlet to be talking about black, white, or nothing like that. This is not what that podcast, I don't plan on doing none of that. But I also do want to bring attention to, you know, I can, it's enough people bringing attention about black people. I don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? What about the person who's Muslim, who is still going through things? Yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, we have differences. But at the same time, you know, I still love you like a brother. I still love you like a sister. And I, I can I can just imagine somebody hearing this and being like, thank you, finally. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been in discussions. And we can get ready to take a break after this and I can talk about, you know, something else. But I've been in discussions, especially at, like, you know, universities where we're all, on like, from different places. I'm talking about, especially when it was the height of, like, Mike Brown stuff. And, well, maybe after Mike Brown, um... Uh, the Mizzou stuff with the hunger strikes and everything that was going on around that. And just all the, the whole climate of just so much things being brought out to the media until like everybody's attention. But we would all be, it would be all types of people. It would be like Muslim women were there. White people were there. Some white people was like, you know, I'm from a rural area where there are no black people. I never seen a black person until I got here. You know what I'm saying? So then it's just like you got all these different perspectives. It's not just we have to find a way to be open to other people's perspectives respectably and not just, you know, saying forget how you feel. This is how I feel. Being able to share how we feel, but open to hear how somebody else feel. That's how you get to the point where we're having a conversation, not a debate, not an argument, not a fight, but a conversation. And then we can move forward from that conversation. It's not about trying to get somebody to understand how you feel or sell them on something that you feel strongly about in that moment. It's about having a conversation and having further conversations after that. It's discussions, healthy conversations and not having opinions with it, but having informed opinions, having something that backs up what you're saying. Again, this ain't for that. And I probably really won't touch on that much ever. But I definitely wanted to, as I, you know what I'm saying, I kind of just flow with the way things are going and I felt led, you know, I don't want to say I flow with this. I do flow with the Holy Spirit, but I don't really feel like, I mean, that could have been a Holy Spirit thing, but I just flow as I'm led. And I was, I felt led to go there for a second for the person that's listening to this, that woman. I know that it's a woman. It's not even a man. I know there's a woman who who's hearing this and saying, finally, somebody. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's a Muslim woman. And so to you, I'm not here to try to preach to you about my God and Christ and all of that stuff. That's fine. We have our differences, but sweetheart, I love you. And at the end of the day, you know, whatever your choice is, whatever you do, just know that there, there's people that's out there that love you. No matter how much this world shows you that it doesn't, there's people there. Um. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick break, a brief little break, and maybe I'll, uh, you know, do a little recap of what we just got done talking about as far as, like, other experiences or kind of, like, what else I think. But we're just going to take a quick little break, and we'll be right back. 
Stay tuned. Okay, guys. So I'm back. Um, still eating. <laughs> I'm full. But I wanted to talk about a little bit of like the situation when I when when I deal with bad service. Move your foot so I don't hit this mic. Yeah, just move. <laughs> but when I um when I deal with bad service. Uh, it's kind of hard, right? Because when I deal with good service, especially in a um a restaurant setting, a food setting, I'm like, okay, can I speak to your manager? And I just give them the biggest shout out that I could, like the biggest help that I can help them with. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, and I'm always saying they deserve. Forget the tips. They deserve a raise. They deserve this or whatever. And I'm just always just like going like ballistic as far as like the positivity and, the, um, you know, yeah, positivity and stuff and the, the thanksgiving and gratefulness of their service. But when it comes to bad service, I kind of just tend to not let it get to me or pray because it's something about when it, at least when it comes to me. I know that as a customer, I kind of have a power, right? I have a power to get this person either a strike, a last chance, or literally just fired, you know, or even suspended when it comes to anybody in any kind of service, especially customer service or any kind of job. We have a power. With that being said, I usually try... As hard as I can not to use that power. And I, I I can't even say I try as hard as I can not to use that power. I just don't. I typically don't. I never have, as far as I'm concerned. I never have. And that goes for people who drive stupid and crazy. I don't understand how you can drive crazy on a highway or just on a street. And we're representing a company and the numbers on the side of the car. Like I, like, I won't call and say... Oh, this person here, oh, license plate number, woo, 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 whoever's driving that, they're doing this. I can do that. And somebody might be listening and being like, well, you should because that can protect people. I just kind of, I feel like I'm, I'm in God's role at that point. You know what I'm saying? What I mean is. Our fates, at the end of the day, are in God's hands. Whether you agree with me or not, that's what I believe. I'm not going to say our fates because if you don't believe that, I don't want to offend you or disrespect you. I believe my fate and everybody else's fate is in God's hands. And because I believe that, when I get to a, a situation where I can change someone's fate regardless of how they acted good or bad well i guess bad i don't want to do that so i guess you could say that's tip that's kind of like technically hypocritical because if it's a good thing i want to like you know what i'm saying give them their shout out and stuff like that but as far as when it's just when it's a bad thing i don't want to make that person's life worse i don't you never know what people got to got to deal with you never know why it's bad service not everybody can handle pressure I can handle pressure exceptionally well. Maybe not as great as I would like to or would expect of myself, but I handle pressure pretty good. At by the grace of God. 
not everybody can handle that. At the same time, I'm handling pressure that's not the same as their pressure. You know, I don't have any kids. I'm not married yet. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to worry about a marriage and a roof. You know what I'm saying? I don't have bills like that. I don't have a house. You know, I'm still a college kid. supposed to graduate uh, in April, Lord willing. So I'm still in my mama's house. I don't have that type of pressure. So I can't really say how I rise to pressure yet because I've had... Well, I can because I've definitely had a lot of different pressures and I'll get into that in another video. But I don't have that kind of pressure. That's a pressure that don't... That's a that's an everyday pressure. That ain't never leaving. Until you're dead. Or somebody else is dead. Or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> but... I don't want to sit here and make it worse for them. If I know I can get them fired... And they might need that job. Maybe it was. Maybe they're usually good, and it was just that one day. With that being said, taking consideration what I'm saying of you in a service type of, you know, career or job because that one day can be it. You can you can hit on all cylinders every day, but that one day could be it. I mean, the same thing with first impressions. You could be a great person, but that first impression means everything. That first impression has encoded in somebody's mind who you are. You could be really good on the first impression and you a bad person. But they going they gonna always stick up for you like, no, that person isn't like that. I, I met them and they was like this. You know what I'm saying? And it's the other way around. Like he does that? He does this? I I met him and he was he was very, very rude. <laughs> Exceptionally crass. You know? And so... Exceptionally crass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Extremely crass. <laughs> very, 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 very unsubordinate if you're a student. You know? Insubordinate. Insubordinate. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just like... Just keep that in mind. But, you know, I don't know. I just never wanted to be that. I want, I'm a person of second chances. I'm a forgiving person. But now keep in mind, I'm a person of second chances, but not in a way of like, I'm going to let you keep finessing me. Right. There's there's there's, you know, what I'm saying intelligence and common sense in that, too. But I'm gonna always forgive. So. I think with that being said, that's everything I wanted to touch on for this podcast. I think it's a good idea to just end this now. But thank you for eating with me, for eating with us. <laughs> Kayla is probably not going to be on here that much, especially because we plan on making our own together. Mm-hmm. That's in the works. And I plan on making a cartoon. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm sure somebody's already came up with the idea. I've been learning how to make a cartoon. But anybody who has Adobe, you can make a cartoon on character animator. If you have especially if you had a student package, it's covered in that. But I was planning on making cartoon. A YouTube series on that. 
and then I would make a podcast version for that as well, which would just really serve as the audio version of that. So if you can't see the video or whatever, because, you know, people just do podcasts in the clean, you know, to drive to, to sleep to, to just listen to or listen to while they study or whatever. So, you know, it would be something that like that for that, but. Turn that crap off. I did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, at this point, you can leave. I'm about to pray. If you're not in the praying, or you don't want to be prayed over for me, because you don't know me. If you're a Christian, and you don't know me, and you don't want to be prayed over by me yet, leave. If you're somebody who don't <laughs> believe in Christianity, you can leave. Or you can stay and be blessed. I'm saying you can leave if you don't want me. Like at this point, this is this is me telling you that this is the point where you can leave because I'm about to pray. <laughs> now, for somebody who wants to be prayed for, wants to be prayed over, wants to be covered, somebody who just wants to hear prayer or wants to pray along with me, whatever the case is, or just wants to keep this going on, please do so. But I'm just using this as a marker for you to understand that I know that I know people don't agree with the same things that I agree on. I don't want to waste your time either. So, and I don't want to disrespect you or upset you. So you can just leave. Now, with that being said, Lord, we just thank you <laughs> for everything that you have been doing for us. I'm going to say these little bites for after this prayer, Lord, but everything that you've been doing for us, we thank you. We thank you that you have protected us. Um, one thing that I can talk about in a podcast as well is what's been happening in these last few days, which really Kayla is finally seeing, but this has been my whole life as far as spiritual warfare and demons and angels and, and all of this stuff in between, but um, specifically demons. But uh, I thank you for the ideas that you give me. Um, this is not the prayer for that. I can pray for that on my own time, but I do want to cover those that are under the sound of my voice lord i've been righteous before you i've been doing good i've been consistent i've become a better man and i'm learning to be a better man every day and it's because of you that i'm learning that for you said in exodus 23 30 little by little i will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land so i know that little by little you have been working on me there's been an increase in increments over my life gradually and not only that, but just like you told them before you, it's been before me. I see the changes that you're doing. They're drastic changes, no matter how little and 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 slow they're taking. It's still drastic, every single change. And it's tremendous and it's noticeable. And I thank you for that. And I am almost at the point. I thank you that it's little by little, but one day little by little becomes a lot. And I'm, I'm thankful that one day I will be taking possession of the purpose that you have given me, of the calling that you have given me, the anointing that you have given me, the responsibility and the authority that you have given me, the service that you have given me. And I thank, I thank you that I'm finally moving because you can be walking in your purpose. You could be moving in your purpose and not moving at all, not moving anywhere. Just like when you run, you can run. And when you got across the street and cars are coming, you're going to run in place. You're going to jog in place. So that tells me I can walk in my purpose. I can run in my purpose, but I cannot be going anywhere. I can just be moving in place. 
but I thank you that I'm finally getting to the spot that I'm moving. So I pray that also over the people that's under my voice that you can that you can move them. And and even for those who are still here who don't agree with what I agree on, God speak to their hearts, Lord. Speak to their hearts. Send your angels to minister to them. Send your your servants to minister to them. It's not about trying to convert anybody. It's not about trying to make a sale. It's about sowing a seed. It's about putting a rock in somebody's shoe. That's all I want to do. I don't want to convert nobody. I I was the person who needed converted who needed conversion, and I didn't want to convert myself because I didn't believe in you. I didn't think about you. Didn't care about you. Didn't want to know you. But you changed my life and you changed my heart, and I will never ever be the same and i would never ever go back because i know what these demons do i know how they operate i know them i know them personally i know how they get down i don't want to go back to that i want to stay with you and for the person who may be scared i'm like what is he talking about that is coming up but i thank you that i'm still alive all the times that i should have died all the times they tried to kill me and tried to take me out I, by the grace of God, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I pray that you cover the person that is that is also under the sound of my voice, that you can deliver them out of trouble, deliver them out of the enemy's hands. Whether the enemy has their mind, or whether the enemy is trying to kill them, or trying to kill their spirit, or trying to shackle them and put them in chains. And those who are under oppression, he who the sun sets free is free indeed, but you got to walk in that freedom. You have to talk in that freedom. You have to operate in that freedom. God said to Moses when Moses prayed and and prayed to, to get free from, from the Egyptians, from uh, uh, specifically Pharaoh, when they was closing in on him before the, the, he parted the sea, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, if that wasn't the case, then he did say to Moses at some point when he was praying, why are you praying to me? Go out there and get it done. Go out there and do it. It comes a time when there's, sometimes we have to do that. I can quote this, Proverbs 12, 11. You know, tilling your land. You have to till your land. It comes a time when you have to do it. It comes a time when you just have to do it. And there was times when I just had to pray like, Lord, just help me do it. Give me the strength to do it. Instead of saying, do it for me. Give me the push. Give me give me the wherewithal. Give me the motivation. Give me the inspiration. Just give me, help me do it. Keep sending your angels to minister to me. Keep sending your servants to minister to me. Don't give up on me yet. Thank you for not giving up on me, Lord. And thank you for not giving up on this person under the sound of my voice. And I know it's time to, you know, get ready to end this prayer. I've been known to be long-winded. Especially when I, when I start really... And you guys seen that in the first episode. When, when God is really dealing with me and, and talking through me. Because he uses me to talk to others. But he's talking to me as well. That's how you know when God really is speaking. Because everybody under the sound of whoever that vessel's voice is, is getting what they need. Not just the people that's listening to the vessel, but the vessel as well. The word is a double-edged sword. It comes as it goes. It goes as it comes. It hits as it hits. Everybody's getting it. What they need. 
one way or another. And so I thank you, Lord, for that. And, you know, I thank you for helping me walk in my purpose, helping me understand things you want me to do, the music that I do, learning how to make instrumentals. I'm making instrumentals, I'm making beats, and I'm recording on that on that music, and I have the mic and the equipment to record. I don't have to pay anything for music ever again if I choose not to, and that's because of you. I learned how to edit videos. I don't have to pay somebody to edit videos on YouTube. I don't have to pay nobody to, you know, get me on camera and all of that stuff and then edit the music video. I don't have to do nothing. You made it to where I don't have to do none of that. I don't have to pay a dime ever again if it got anything to do with music. If it got anything to do with YouTube. And now if it got anything to do with podcasting. I might not have the best equipment, but I have something that works. And I have you. And that's all that matters. So I pray... I say that in a way to say I pray for the person who needs you and needs whatever it is. It might not be music. It might not be YouTube. And for that person who wants to do music and wants to do YouTube, finish school. I finished school. Especially if you're a Christian artist. God didn't call you to, to not graduate. God didn't call you to drop out. Stop saying that. Some people, yeah, I can understand that, but you have to know that. Sometimes people just drop out and everything works out and God just has grace and mercy and still works with you. That doesn't mean that he called you to do that. He just stuck by you and and got you out of the mess that you found yourself in and delivered you out of trouble because that's what he does. Like David said, when I make my bed in hell, he is there. He is still there. He's Jehovah Shammai. God is there. He's going to be there, but just because you did something stupid or foolish and God delivered you out of it, didn't mean God called you for it. God saved you and delivered you. You have to rearrange and recalibrate the way you think about things and the way you think about God. We have conditioned ourselves to think that it's a privilege for God to help us. And serve us. He is not a genie. He is not your parents. The way we operate with our parents has privileged us with God. God is not your parent in a way of he loves you as a father. He is your creator. But he is your God. He is your Lord. And you're going to find out one way or another you're a slave. You're either going to be a slave to sin or you're going to be a slave to righteousness. But whatever you choose, you're going to be putting your all into what you're doing. You're going to be putting your determination, your will into what you're doing. Salvation don't cost anything, but it costs you everything. It don't cost you currency, but it costs you everything else. It costs you your mind. It's going to cost you your determination. It's going to cost you your effort. It's going to cost you your will. It's going to cost you your dreams. It's going to cost you some sacrifices. It's going to take some blood, it's going to take some sweat, and it's going to take some tears. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. It's worth it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bite your food after that. Lord, we just thank because Lord, God has spoken. Ain't nothing else to say. (laughs) 
So, Lord, I thank you. I'm, I'm the type of person when God says something, I'm not going to add my two cents on it. He spoke. Ain't nothing else to say. All right. Now, see what God wanted to get out with this prayer. Everything's done. So, at this point, you can go. Um, One last thing before I go. Get to know Jesus if you haven't got to know him yet. And like I said, again, you can hit me up on Ezra LaRon. E-Z-R-A-L-A-R-O-N. You want to debate? Let's have a discussion. We can have a discussion. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to love you anyway. You want to support? Reach at me out, Ezra LaRon, again. And that's on all platforms. Like, even with the music, streaming, everything is Ezra LaRon. Everything. So, y'all have a blessed day. And be cool. Stay weighed up. Stay prayed up. Kayla reminded me. I forgot to say in Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm not really the type of person to say Amen a lot. Like I guess when it's corporate prayer like this, you should. But a lot of times I talk to God and just keep on moving because I'm always talking to God anyway. This was just a conversation with God. This wasn't so much as a corporate prayer. So I wanted to just. Get that out the way, too, because I'm sure a lot of people are like, you never even said amen. You don't have to say amen when you talk to God. And a lot of times we, we look at amen. I'm sorry, because we were supposed to get out of here. But I got, a lot of times we look at amen as a hang up. Right. Watch your foot on that mic, because I know you hit it. You try to you try to be slick. I know you hit it. But we look at it as like we're hanging up the phone. We look at it as our goodbye our farewell and then we'll we'll talk to God again next time. Get into the habit, into the mindset of you just you living a life for God is a relationship. It's like he said, he's married to the church. And if you want to know how he feels about being married to the church, read Hosea. But <laughs> outside of that, and that was a that was anybody who understands well, they'll laugh at that. But <laughs> cause ain't nobody laughing in here. But I think the angels are. Oh, I read I, Hosea. I know what you were uh, referencing, boy. I didn't boy. get a laugh with it. Because that story was sad. Not funny to me. <laughs> well, well at, the at, end, it was, at the end, it was, he was correcting out to his wife. So yeah. So, anyway. Understand that. Understand how you talk to God and how you deal with God. I'm constantly talking to God. I got to the point, yes, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That I hide his word in my heart. But I don't even try to recite those half the time now when I get attacked. I just pull it, go straight to the Bible. I got two phones. I got Bibles all over. I got a Bible in the bathroom, pocket Bible. I got bathrooms in the, I mean, <laughs> bathrooms in the living room. I got, you know what I'm I got Bibles <laughs> in the living room, Bible in my car. I got a strap everywhere I go. I'm strapped up. I ain't got no time to play with no devil, no demon. And I'm I'm on my way I'm I'm on my way out of this thing. My sentence is coming up. Again, I know he with the sun says free is free indeed, and when God says you free and all of that stuff, but I have been choosing oppression over and over and over. And now my sentence is coming up. I'm getting out of this thing. So somebody said, Hey man, I know that's right. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you, boy. I heard you. They said, Hey man. And I and you you won your way too. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank God. Amen. How about that? Amen that. All right. <laughs>